three, two, one. It's almost midnight. WQAD, the score has wrapped up. They've recorded their morning sportscast. I don't even know what to call it. Yeah, Hold on. Yeah, Hold on. That's it. Three, two, one. No, don't start over. <laughs> I like to. No. Three, two, one. <laughs> We are approaching the midnight hour. WQAD, the score is done. It's over. They've recorded the morning sportscast. We're here all together. The whole, the whole gang's here. Matt Randazzo, Corey Cuffler, Celia Palermo, Brian Stocking. Let's get some instant reacts from week number four. Now, Stocking, this is a podcast about Illinois high school football. Okay. We don't talk about Iowa, so that's okay. You, are you ready to go? I, I, know, I know the state. I know the land of Lincoln. So okay. my instant reaction is St. Bede upsetting Newman and keeping them and shutting them out in the first half. He didn't even wait until I, like, introduced. Yeah. He just jumped right in. St. Bede instant reaction. Instant no respect. Reaction. No respect for you, Greg. That's all. You said instant reaction, but so. That's what the podcast is called. You wanted instant reaction, so you got it. <laughs> I can't control stocking. I'd like to start by thanking Greg for having me on for the fourth time. <laughs> That's how I'd like to start. I mean, we can talk high school football, but I feel like I'm kind of almost a co-host now. Uh, Your family. <laughs> my, my instant reaction, though, Dazzo, we talked about it on the podcast last week. We liked Erie Prophetstown. We liked what was happening there. And my instant reaction is, if you can hang offensively with Rock Ridge, you're doing something right. They outscored them. That's the, way to, that's the best way to describe it. They outscored them 50, was it 50-48 stock? They beat them 50-48, to 48, yes. So 50-48, Erie Prophetstown, that's, that's impressive. That's, I mean, it was a lot of offense, not as much on the defensive side, but either way, I'm saying that's my instant reaction. I'm very impressed by what Erie Prophetstown did tonight. Celia, instant reaction, what do you got? Um, I continue to be impressed by Princeton and by both Kiwani. They're both 4-0. They have uh, the game of the week next week. Uh, they're going head-to-head, and it's going to be a great game. Um, I'm impressed by what Brad Swanson's doing at Kiwani, and the Princeton Tigers continue to roll. Princeton and Kiwani, one of the oldest rivalries in the state of Illinois. There's another rivalry in this area that's also very, very old, Corey Cuffler, what do you know? Do you know about Moline? Have you heard of them? What, what's your familiarity with Moline? Uh, Ninety-one grad. <laughs> so, uh, so, I'm, I'm so tonight familiar. was tonight was good for you. Well, as a he's unbiased former Moline guy, yes. But as a member of the media, I was shocked by that score more than anything. I I didn't think that Moline would beat them that bad, and honestly, didn't think. It was. I just thought it was gonna be a closer game. I just. I don't know what happened, but Moline played the great, the greatest game they probably ever played. Mike Morris, he said. It's. I mean, that's the statement win of the week. It's got to be. I mean, you just talk about Moline executed so well on every facet of the game in that one. It's just. It's. It's unbelievable. Like. That score blew us all away, I think, when we saw it. Moline forgot it was the Western Big 12. (laughs) (laughs) There's no defense. I mean, that defense is super impressive. Three second quarter, I think, interceptions. One return for a touchdown. Their their, their defensive line was in the backfield the entire entire ball game. Um, I think it was cool. Mike Morrissey talked about um, three different girl kickers. Yeah, that's score, awesome. Which is really cool as well. So, I mean, we had Coach Morrissey on. He actually, nice enough that they're so close to the station, 
he came down and was on set with us and he talked about how he didn't expect that. I mean, honestly, he, you could tell when he got there and we're like, wow, coach. And he's like, I didn't see that coming. Obviously, they prepared well. He's happy with his teammates, but I don't think anybody would have saw that coming. Moline is a, 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 a struggling second half against Bennett. I guess a really good Bennett team from being 4-0. I mean, that's not a bad loss by any stretch of the imagination. That's a really good football team that now is in the Western Big Six. That has to be, we talked on the podcast this week about game of the year. Maybe the statement of the year yeah. is what Moline did in week two of the regular of the conference season. That I mean, 63 to nothing, hats off to, to what Moline did. I do want to mention the three female kickers. It was Caroline Hazen, Vivian Vito, and Kirsten Bailey. So at least give them a shout-out for yeah. what they did. First time – he thinks first time ever that three female players have scored in a high school football game for Moline. Amazing. Thank you to Coach Morrissey for, for flipping some burgers and, and helping us out on the grill. It's, it's, a, it's a challenge to feed all these people, Greg, and do a show at the same time. But <laughs> I, All right, fine. I got to give, give Daz a little credit here. He's cooking. And Cuff, you're, you're man in the grill as well. Celia, you've never grilled in your life. Is that what you said in week one? I've literally never operated a grill in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so I cannot, I cannot give you any credit for that then. I, like, honestly, if you put me in front of a grill, I'd be like, where's the charcoal? How do you do it? <laughs> and, then when, and then when you give me the charcoal, I don't know what to do with it. So You, put, you cook on it. You cook on it. Well, That's, yeah, but how do, you get it, how do you get it hot? I don't know. Take it out of the bag and pour it into the grill. All right, well. On the next episode of View from the West, we'll do grilling with Dazzo and Cuff teaching Celia. It's a propane. It's a propane. There's no charcoal involved. You literally just click the button and it goes poof. It starts. But see, you put me in front of that and I'm just like, I don't know what to do here. And so I put the burgers on the grill and they're just cold. So... <laughs> to quote to quote Celia a couple weeks ago, she's not here to grill. Wow. She's just here for the burgers and beer. That's it. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I've and got no shame about football. it. <laughs> and and the high school football. Celia, where did you go tonight? Were you on the Iowa side or the Illinois side? I was on the Iowa side, All so right, you on. don't care about me. All right, well, moving right along then. <laughs> Stocking. Yes. Where were you at tonight? I was right here at beautiful WQAD Studios. The command module. In the command module here in Moline. All right, take me through. Take me through your night then. What were what were things? Obviously, a lot of things stood out. A lot of big scores. Lots of scores come in. Lots of information coming in that you're sort of uh, processing in real time and trying to keep uh, focused on. I mean, there was there was a lot. Sounds so important. But, but uh, please, Holy stocking. This is a family friendly show. Please. I didn't say anything. No. But. Um, we have a lot of information coming, a lot of things that we have to process, and a lot of scores coming in. And a lot of scores were changing Who's we? constantly. Who's we? You. Stop. We as yeah, you. Just you. Okay. Um, any mistakes tonight? That I had? I don't recall. I'm... <laughs> I feel like this is like a grand jury investigation here. Oh, He's on the stand. Take it away. Would, would you guys say that like upsets kind of like stood out tonight? I think that's yeah, the, I mean, uh, and, and United Townships had a great run. They're going to have a good season. Not, not, but like that surprised me that, that Quincy came to the Soul Bowl and played them the way they did. Um, Galesburg, Geneseo, we talked that's a lot about. That just seemed like one of those games that Galesburg – proving they're a good football team they needed to win one of those games and it wasn't a close game they won and that's a good thing because they 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 handled geneseo really well 28 7 the final there and they got to win and start piling up victories to get to five and i think if they get to five 
with the teams that they've played, I think they got a good shot to get in, but they need to start piling up some victories over some teams. I don't, who do they play next week, Stockpile? Genesio is Gil- home. Gil- oh, Galesburg is no. at Quincy. At Quincy. So, and, I, and, and Coach Morrissey mentioned, don't sleep on Quincy. I know this is I don't know whatever your what your listenership yeah, I mean, is. We cover Quincy. You know? Okay, yeah, it's but, Western Big Six. But I think they're young and they got off to a slow start. But there's a ton of talent on that team. So I think that's the thing that as we walked in, you mentioned Newman losing. That doesn't usually happen. Uh, Rock Ridge state ranked team losing to Erie Prop. So we mentioned that um, uh, Quincy winning the way Moline happened. I just think it was an unpredictable. Um, week which is what's cool i mean it's week four and we're learning as we go along Corey cuffler was at galesburg tonight and the streaks i, I kept saying bird it pride, baby. <laughs> bird pride baby the streaks were too good to keep losing football games and tonight they finally showed up and they beat what i think is a quality geneseo team yeah the uh they dominated from the time i was there to the time i left which is pretty much the whole first half um the Egyptiaco twins each scored touchdowns. Uh, Dre had a uh, receiving touchdown. Uh, Alex, Alex had a rushing touchdown, had another big run. And then uh, Hunter, De- is it? Davina. Hunter Davina. Yep. Probably had one of the most crushing <laughs> touchdown runs. I mean, he got to the end zone and just crushed a kid from uh, Genesee. Everybody was okay, but it was, he crushed him. Um, and, and Coach Blackwell on the sidelines was fired up. He was really fired up, said his guys need to continue to play hard, play fast, play strong. They did, man. They, they were really good tonight. Yeah, that, that was a win that I thought, like, I, it, it didn't surprise me. we just seen Galesburg. They just have too much talent, and so that was, uh, that was, that was a big win for them. The other thing was uh, Geneseo did a lot to hurt themselves tonight. They had a lot of penalties, a lot of silly mistakes. I'm sure Coach Johnson will clean that up as they, as they move forward and play Sterling this coming week, but they had a lot of little mistakes that they need to clean up. So that's Galesburg gets the win. Oh, that's right. Yeah, let's go. Monmouth Roseville's all of a sudden won three straight games. So here we go. Monmouth, you started in at Monmouth Roseville. Got Jeremy Adolphson mic'd up in the locker room before the game, giving the pregame speech. Yeah, let's talk about the Titans. Uh, they looked really good tonight. Uh, first drive, they move right down the field and throw a touchdown pass. Um, and I'm like, I cannot think of the quarter. Braun. Silas Braun threw to Charlie Fletcher. It was fifty-four yep. yard pitch and catch, and. Uh, Sherrard got the ball and really didn't do anything. Punted. They got the ball back, went right down the field, scored again. I left it was 14 nothing. And, of course, as I'm walking out, Sherrard returns a touchdown, <laughs> returns a, a punt. We've all been there. But they looked really good. Um, and talking to Coach Adelson before the game, he's like, look, we're 2-1. and one. We need to keep this momentum going. He's like, I think we can do it tonight. Sherrard's a team that they're built for a couple of years from now. If you ask Coach Johnston, he'll tell you the same thing. Yeah, he wants to win now, but he knows the future's in a couple of years because um, they're young. But they looked really good tonight, Mama Throwsville did. Stocking, who? WB6, WB6 history just tweeted out, Western Big Six Conference history just tweeted out, Moline's 63 win, 63 nothing win tonight is the largest margin of victory in a Western Big Six Conference football game. Do you know who runs that account? I do not know who that runs can that account. Can we say that? Sure we can. Dan McCarowitz. Scoop! Dan, Dan Mack. Yeah, and, and the conference started in 1971, so. I can't believe he scooped you. Dan McCarrick scooped your stockpile gold. Well, he's very good. And, you know, there are, I'm, not, I'm not the Oracle at Delphi. I mean, there's. there's <laughs> the what? <laughs> the what words did you just say? The Oracle hey, Katie, at Delphi. Katie, bar the door. We got a big word here. Katie, bar the door. 
the Oracle at Delphi. There was a back no, in Greek history. There was a there was the Oracle at Delphi, and you went there for information. Stocking, you are a gem. You are a you are a beaut. They don't well, I cover that. They don't cover that at the University of Georgia. I'm sorry. <laughs> They, there's we a lot of, on well, we unfortunately at Georgia, a lot of the pictures in the library, a lot of the books in the library haven't been colored in yet. So is, is Greek mythology what? part of the view from the West podcast? It is. That's, that's after the grilling episode, we're going to get into a Greek mythology episode. So we got a lot planned in the next couple weeks. Stocking, are you ready to roll with some stats or do I, do you need a minute? I've got stats all over the place. All right. You also have one, two, three, four, notes. five, six, seven. Those, those are, are eight are stacks cards. of note cards. Those are note cards from this, from, uh, in the future and next, in the past. <laughs> <laughs> those are note cards from the future? For the future. So, so you can see. I think he said from the future. Yeah. So you have scores from next year. I need to know this stuff. You guys better be careful. He's going to tell you all to bite him. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Stocking, keep it family friendly. I am friendly. You're being a little rude and crude. I'm not being rude or crude. I am family friendly. All right, Stock. Let's get some stats. Give me the best you got here. All right. I'm going to tell you that Kiwani 4-0 for the first time since 1999. All right. Love it. I said 98 on TV. Oh, Dazzo's incorrect on TV. So. Dazzo made the error. I think you told me that. <laughs> I didn't just make it up. I'm certain somebody told it to me. Swanson's going to be all over this. Again? He's not going to want Again, to- Brad? Yeah. Jeez. At least he showed his, all his highlights this week. Yeah, you know. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and we had him on. That's true. That's, Which yep. goes to show, if you have a complaint, text me, and you'll get more coverage than ever. So Knoxville's coach, I guess he's complaining about me now. So Knoxville had a big victory. We'll have him on for a, an interview coming up soon. Don't the, look at me like that. The, wind, the winds are rolling in. Yep, for Knoxville. Stock, what do you got for some stats here? I also have Erie Prophetstown winning back-to-back games for the first time since 2015. Will Bruno tonight, five touchdown passes. I think he had like three or four last week. So okay, he's you're, you're moving. You're switching teams on me here. Okay, Erie Provincetown with the, with the two wins in a row, yep. and Will Bruno for From, Kiwani yep. had had five TD passes. Won two games in a row for the first, first time since 2015. Okay, there you go. Yeah, yeah. You know, listen, and also um, we also have uh, Will Bruno from Kiwani five touchdown passes, and also Kiantis Patterson in the first half had a TD reception, a TD rush, and a kickoff return for a touchdown. That, so Princeton and Kiwani next week. That's awesome. And that's that's a great old school rivalry. It's been around forever. They play. Is it, is it at Kiwani? It is at Kiwani. It's at Kiwani. It is at, okay, at Kiwani. Dazzle, can I put my request in now for that one? Yeah. Okay, I got it. All right, sounds good. Glad we talked about that. <laughs> All right, so. I remember when, the, when they resumed the series, we found, you found out that there was a trophy it's yes, and that you had a you covered that and did a whole sto- a whole package on that trophy and the resumption of the series. When did you, when was that? Uh, it was it was pre WQAD. It was it was the dark ages. I, that's when you hated me. <laughs> that's, it's, yeah. that's not a lie. That's. <laughs> but, but, no, I give you props for finding that for finding that trophy and doing that big story on oh, it. Oh, because uh, Greg was the one that dug through. 
like closets <laughs> to find the trophy. He closets, but he's so like, I it is. I picture him with like a patch over his eye, going, "I found me treasure." <laughs> I picture you like on an archaeological tick, looking for fossils. That was very much how it went. Yes, that was exactly how, how it went. I was trying to give you props for uh, for a good story, and you know, Celia and, has to oh, you know throw you over the over the cliff. It's just me. It's just and me. I, and I appreciate that, but. For real, though, that is, like, I, it might be the only, outside of the wooden shoe, it might be, like, the only trophy game that we have in the area. Because, like, Moline and Rocky doesn't well, play. The trophy's now back. The trophy's, yeah, it's it's a really cool-looking trophy. It's a big old thing. It's, it's, okay, hold on, Cuff, what do you got? Moline and UT have a traveling trophy. They they had it back in the 80s, and then they dug it up a few years ago, kind of like. The, they went on a dig, and yeah, you know. Carlson. So, so uh, when, uh, yeah, when, when the, when the more, uh, it was the year after. Okay. Because, but they found it in uh, Moline. They found, they, they found it, and they, they've been playing for that trophy again. So. I'm telling you, it's. See, you laughed, but that's what it is. You got to. Lewis and Clark trail over here. <laughs> Trails. <laughs> trails. Yes, there are always multiple trails. So anyway, that one's awesome. That, that game's going to be awesome. It's a great rivalry. We got to get a shot of the trophy. I'll be there. I'll get a shot of the trophy. Don't worry about it. Because I, I discovered the trophy, apparently. So. It's the Greg Armstrong trophy, isn't it? Yeah, I, I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. All right, stocking. Yes. Who Monmouth Roseville has Rock Ridge next week, I believe? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, and it's at the Ridge. Yeah, so Monmouth Roseville at Rock Ridge. Rock Ridge reeling a little bit. They could not. They could not come up with stops against Erie Prophetstown. On the flip side, Monmouth Roseville is playing. I mean, playing great right now. That's going to be a great game. Stocking. What other games are coming up? Let's let's. Let's dissect it. How are you going to get from Kiwani to the Ridge? That's a tough swing for you. You know, if I learned anything from working with Dan Pearson over the years, he could always be in two places at once, so I'm just going to work a little bit. (laughs) Drive fast, take chances, yeah. If you know anything about the history here, Adolfson used to coach at Rock Ridge, so there's a little history there. Correct, yes. Adolfson, former Rock Ridge coach, so yeah. Rocket fuel, rocket fuel. Uh, always good to get a Rocket Fuel reference on the show. And the other thing is, um, this is not a new thing for Rockridge. They've they for the last several years, they score they score a lot of points, but they're they give up a lot of points. They're sort of like the San Diego Chargers from the uh, late early eighties of of the modern era. I was hoping that we would get a San Diego Chargers early eighties reference. I was wondering if we would. We got it. Diego Superchargers. <laughs> Brandon Dean four touchdown passes tonight, and he ran for a touchdown. And Peyton Locke scored a couple of touchdowns. So maybe Dean and Locke are getting back in sync, and uh, Rockridge can like make a run. Out of sync. No, but they—that's what they do every single week. They—did uh, you see Week One? I mean, they got clobbered by Princeton. Okay, but that was a month ago. And they did. So I think they got back in sync last week when they did that, and the week before that when they no, did they that. No, they got in sync last week when they beat my Riverdale Rams. But you know, and now they're getting back in further in sync this week because. God bless anybody who's listening to this. Lock had, <laughs> Lock, I'm going to listen to it like. Locke had a uh, touchdown, had a touchdown reception, and a touchdown rush tonight. And all right, Rockridge, yes, they played great. They put up forty-eight points. But I got to give credit to Colby Franks, quarterback from Erie Prophetstown. Man, he was a gamer tonight. When they needed a play at quarterback, he was making the plays. And it was like a lot of times, it was like, all right, like you know, short yarded situation. He's taking the snap. He's running the ball. And he's fighting for the yards. 
Why but, do you put it at me? Uh, you had, you were like nodding your head. You were into it. You got nothing here. I'm, I'm happy for Erie Provincetown and for Coach Abbott because this is something they've been working towards for a long time. And so to get a win like that, that's got to feel good. And for just those kids who have been fighting for wins like this, you know, happy for them. And we've talked about it. They played a tough schedule to start this yeah. year. And they get a they had, tough game next week. Who do they got next week? They're at Orient, and that is going to be – that is a very intriguing and interesting game. That, that is another intriguing, interesting game. Stock, what do we got in the Lincoln Trail next week? In the LTC, uh, Saturday game at Ridgewood. Knoxville at Ridgewood. That's Ridgewood traditionally plays their homecoming games on Saturday. Correct. In the Cambridge Bowl. Yep. A-, a town goes to Anawan Weathersfield. That's going to be Ooh, a very that's good game. That's a good one. Uh, United goes to Stark County. United can uh, pick up a win at Stark County. Princeville goes to Lewistown. That's the uh, that's a the because there's the LCC is, yep. Yep, yep, yep. and a Thursday night game at historic George Pratt Field as Rova Williams Field takes on Merco. On a Thursday night. Ooh, a little Thursday night football on the Lincoln Trail. All right. Thursday nights. Better than the NFL Thursday night. (laughs) All right. Anybody got anything else? Stocking, I know you got something else. So just. I think when you look at next week in the Three Rivers, there's another big battle in the Three Rivers East between Bureau Valley and Newman. Yes. Because Bureau Valley, even though they got beat tonight, even though Bureau Valley got beat tonight, that game was 21 21. Uh, deep into the second quarter, it was a back and forth tussle for most of the first half. I think that's gonna, that could be an interesting game. Newman's really uh, scuffling lately. They're two and two. Love me a tussle, a tussle, Love. a tussle on a Friday night. Cuff, what else you got? Anything? I'm interested to see uh, Sterling Geneseo next week. It's a good rivalry game. Uh, Geneseo obviously needs to bounce back. Uh, Sterling's been playing pretty good. Uh, they're banged up, so we'll, we'll see how that one goes next week. Yeah, uh, Kested, the quarterback, did not play this week. They, are, I think, are hoping he is back next week. Um, but, man, for Sterling, you could not have gotten Carter Ryan back at a better time. Last week, to get the huge performance out of him, he scored another to get the win over Galesburg. He got another touchdown to get him rolling tonight. Two like, touchdowns. He had two touchdowns. Thank you, Stocking. That's what you're all over it. How, uh, how was Schlemmer? He was good. He was good. Did you get a kiss for Pop? He actually, so. Uh, twin. You guys look alike. I've been told, yeah, I've been told that. That's, hey, that's all right. Look the same. <laughs> put you put you guys in a lineup, and I'm not telling you apart. I, I I mean I can't. Yeah, yeah. I would say he's a, we're both handsome fellas. Yeah, yeah. He's absolutely. Uh, I will say um, whether he did it on a purpose or not. Um, he threw the touchdown pass right to my corner of the end zone. So I'm pointed to me and said, "Got you, Greg." <laughs> yeah. I asked him if he did that on purpose. He didn't confirm nor deny. So I'll I'll take it. <laughs> What so. intrigues me next week is who responds between Rocky and UT. Both teams that still have plenty to play for. I mean, disappointing Fridays, you flush it, you forget about it, you move on. I mean, they're 17, 16 to 18-year-old kids. So, it's, so it's, that's my, my see who bounces back because I think both teams are good football teams and they can still do, do good things this year. They now hook up, both teams needing a victory. So that one intrigues me. I believe it's at Rock Island. It is at Rocky. It is at Rocky, and that's going to be a big game because Rocky has to win. If they lose, they fall to two and three. They got to play Sterling later on. I mean, they, they, their playoff hopes could be dangling if they lose this game. Always doom and gloom stocking. No, I'm not being doom and gloom. 
But <laughs> I'm being frank. They're two and two. They lose that game there too. No, he's the quarterback for Erie Prophetstown. Well, Colby Franks is the quarterback for Erie Prophetstown. But you're being frank. Yes. Hi, Frank. I'm not Frank, but uh, <laughs> nor nor am I Frank Burns. But um, I think though that you're talking about you know we're starting to get in that part of the season where the playoffs are where every game could be a, has a playoff implications. And Rocky at two and two, they lose. They're two and three. You know their playoff hopes could be in trouble. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I like it when you get talking so fast. You're like exasperated. You can't even like catch your breath. <laughs> it's great. Stocking. You're the best. Anything else? Stocking. Anything else? Well, let's see. Um, <laughs> He's always got Antonio Tabalani tonight from Tablante. Tablante. Thank you. He had two touchdowns. Sterling had three guys with two touchdowns tonight. Sterling, what was that? Sterling had three guys with two touchdowns tonight. All right, name them. They were Tablante, Carter Ryan, and I want to say, like, Tress, maybe? Kelly Tress? Don't look at me. Uh, I bet uh, Tyreek Kelly. Tyreek Kelly, there you go. There you go. He had it. Yep, he had a pick six when I was there. So, all right, this wraps it up. I think uh, we're done. I'm not asking Stocking if he has any more because I'm sure he does. We'll hear it here soon. Yeah, <laughs> but we'll spare you, people. You kind <laughs> listeners. God bless you if you're still listening. Now. I, was, I was just gonna say if you're no, still listening, listen if you're sticking around, I will listen. To, this is fantastic to me, Celia. How many times are you gonna listen to this? Absolutely none. That is Thanks a lot. Uh, uh, Frank puts you on his podcast and you throw dirt send on. send grill tips. That's yeah, please give Celia grill tips apparently. That's yeah. I only listen to one podcast so I'm sorry. So it's nothing against you. I mean, I take it a little bit. It is against me a little bit. No, it's not. I just sorry. All right, well, for all of you who do listen, <laughs> thank, no, seriously, thank send grill tips. <laughs> I'm being serious, and like what we should grill, and next yes. week, yes. Celia, next week Celia it. is grilling during the show. She is I will stand on the other side of our set. Cuff can have the night off of grilling, and I'll take it away. All right, next will week on WQ80, the available? score Celia's going to learn how to grill. Will we have stomach pumps available? What? Oh my gosh! Brian stocking. Oh. I know when food is cooked. I'll listen to it at least two or three times, Greg. There you go. Well, thank you to everyone who listens. Obviously, no thank you to Celia. Thank you so much to everyone who listens. What? What do you? What do you got? No, I'm just saying. He told. Have, he said bite me to Celia earlier. No, I did not. I have two. Parting I can't words. fathom that. <laughs> He's being mean. I'm My two parting words. Yes. Bite me. <laughs> oh, here we go, Florida. Well, this, uh, this went right downhill. <laughs> I can't believe I gave Celia the last word. And she doesn't even listen to the podcast. Yeah. What? <laughs> Why am I catering to you? You don't even listen. Ah, uh, here we go. To everyone who does listen, thank you so much. Stick around. We will have the view from the west. Me and Mitch will break down all of the things from week three. We'll be much more organized than this fiasco. We'll talk about week four. And, uh, yeah, watch WQAD The Score every Friday night. We'll be back next week to cover high school football. Thank you so much. All right, Stock, you don't have anything else, right? Actually, I do. Uh, Orion, Orion, <laughs> and we're done. Thank you so much. Three of them by shutout. Have a good night.